Uh, I mentioned a little bit earlier on that I chatted to Tyler Hamilton uh, at uh, a function yesterday out in the cradle of humankind and played the first part of that interview before the 5 o'clock news. And uh, lots of SMSs coming through. I must say, a lot of strong feelings uh, about Tyler Hamilton, who's uh, making a fair deal of money, I'm sure, out of speaking sales from his book, The Secret Race. And uh, I chatted to him yesterday, and uh, after Khalid Galant as well, who we played the first part of that interview in the first hour of the show, the CEO of the Institute of Drug-Free Sport, I spoke to uh, Khalid about a possible lifetime ban for potential dopers, and I brought the same question up with Tyler Hamilton. This is the second part of that interview. The ride that you did today, the last time I saw Chris Froome, he was riding that same stretch of road, oh, you, and that was earlier this year. This is where he trains in the off-season. Oh, cool. That's and cool. I, I was just thinking, I mean, I've obviously known Chris through, through cycling circles here in South Africa, yeah. and I look at his performance in this year's Tour de France, and, and especially his performance on Mont Ventoux, where it was, it was totally dominant, and there's so many cynics out there because of what's happened in cycling that the first question that gets asked is he yeah, doping? Yeah. And Will cycling ever lose that? I feel, you know, I feel bad for Chris Froome from, you know, for the past. And, you know, I doubt he's listened, but if he's, mm. if he, if you can pass it on to him, sorry for you know what we did in the past to mess up his. You know, he should be able to really enjoy this time in life. And obviously, he's enjoying it, but you know, he's probably getting this question a lot. Mm. And, um, Unfortunately, that's the reality. That's where we are today. You know, it's because it's because of a, a dark culture that existed. You know, at least the guys today aren't don't have to deal with what we had to deal with in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't necessarily just individuals doing bad things. It was, you know, I'm talking in 1997. I'd be surprised if, out of the 200 guys on the start line of the tour, I'd be surprised if five were clean. I mean, ridiculous, ridiculous. Tali, you, you talk about so the- out in the open. So, I mean, until the Festina affair in 1998, mm. where, like, wow, we got to hide these products because the police are on to us, yeah. basically. The sport, it was, they carried the stuff. It was common knowledge. Yeah, yeah, it was just, they carried it in the, you know, the boot of the car, mm. and no problem. It was, like, it was everywhere. So, you know, the guys up today who are racing today should be grateful that they, you know, weren't born 10 years early. No, no, abso- know, absolutely, so, but it still know, doesn't make it right at the end of the day. No, it still I mean, doesn't make it right, but, you know, you know, yeah. stuff happens, and, um, you know, we learn from our mistakes, and but we need to continue to talk about the past. What happened in the past isn't over. Like, there's still a lot of knowledge yep. that happened back in you know the late '90s, the early you know through the mid 2000s, if you know up to when I don't know. We need guy, more guys to talk. We yep. need more people coming out, telling the truth, naming names. You know, it's unfortunate, but you know what? Like, if you care about the sport of cycling. You know, if you care, if you're selfish and you just care about yourself, yeah, keep your mouth shut. Mm. But if you care about the sport of cycling and care about its future, you need to talk you about should it. talk about it. And you know, you don't need to tell it to the world if you don't want. But go to your national anti-doping agency. Yeah. You can go behind closed doors and tell them what you know. And you know what? You'll feel, I guarantee, from my experience, you'll feel a lot better. You, your conscience will feel a lot yeah. better. You're actually donating back to the sport of cycling. You know, most of these guys are retired. Yeah. You know. Let your ego drop your ego. Mm. You know, put that in the back seat. And 
do the honest thing. Do it for your kids. Do it for your grandkids. Yeah. I, I had a chat with, with... That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I had a chat yeah. with, with uh, Khalid Galant, the, the head of uh, the Institute for Drug-Free Sport in South Africa, who oh. was at the summit as well. Oh, cool. I chatted to him briefly. We were talking about bans and that, that, that uh, athletes are being yeah. given if they test positive. At the moment, it's yeah. two years. There's yeah. talk that it might go to four years. Yeah. There's also a, a big camp that say it should be a lifetime ban because if yeah. you get caught cheating, you shouldn't be taking part yeah. in the sport because you're ruining it for everyone else. Sure. What, sure. What's your take on that? And, and, and the reason I'm asking that is you are Obviously caught, yeah. you were banned, you came clean. Yeah. Khalid's take is that if you if you offer a lifetime ban, people won't come clean. Yeah. My take on it is people aren't coming clean anyway. The only time they're coming clean is when they get caught. Yeah, it's, I, I guess I'd have to think about that one a lot more. Um, I mean, I think a longer ban would be definitely beneficial. You know, whether lifetime or not, I'm not sure. Um, I do believe in second chances, so that would be tough on an athlete, especially if. You know, and the athletes are getting all the um, all the consequences are f- being focused on the on the athlete. You know, when I was what 23, 24 years old, when I made took that made that first mistake of you know, swallowing the testosterone pill. But what about the doctor, who you know, the team doctor and the, te- and the team management that put this pressure on me? You know, you make poor choices when you're put in crazy positions like that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I, I do believe in second chances, and I think a lifetime ban for a, some of these mistakes are small, or in, can can happen in just in a, in a, a blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, but even just having this discussion right now about what kind of ban is great, you know, mm-hmm. it's like. Um, but I do believe in having some sort of truth before we even get into that, some sort of truth and reconciliation period mm-hmm. from what happened in the past, you know, from from today moving backwards and anything that has happened you can I, I think you know don't even penalize them or whatever give them a slap on the wrist give them a small fine but you know, maybe publicly you know they're exposed mm-hmm. and that's, a, that's enough you know that's hard enough and because uh, we need information from the past if we, if we just shift the gears okay we're good from the past those are the dark years let's move forward we need to learn from our mistakes we need to know exactly what the mistakes were who you know we need to kind of draw a map how this all happened you know, yeah. I, we do know a lot more today than we knew, you know, two, three years ago. But we, I do believe we need to know more. Do you believe that? Absolutely. Because can, can there's still a lot of denial. And like, Absolutely. Oh, or, or like I took it one time. Come on. Like, can can I ask you two? Get over I know we're running out of time. Yeah. Can I ask you two questions? Yes, no answers. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah. Did Lance Armstrong come totally clean? No. If you hadn't been caught, would you have come clean? I, right now it said no, but I, I would hope I would have. That's a tough question because I, um, I hope I would have. I hope I would have. But at that time, no. I mean, at that time, no. I was still, I was still, in my head, I was living by the code of the America, the code of silence. I feel lucky that a, the Jeff Nowitzki came into my life hmm. from the FBI. You know yes. what I mean? So, um, I, I hope I, I hope a brick would have hit me in the head and like I would have woken up and realized the truth needs to be told. Cool. So. Tyler Hamilton, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Make up your own mind. Interesting chat. Tyler Hamilton on SAFM Sports Special. Uh, This is SAFM South Africa's news and information leader 104 to 107 FM.